Thank you for listening to or watching their episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the question and answer session that followed my talk about Bungie responding to the the question of what are you doing with PvP? What are you going to do? Deej spoke on a stream and followed up with comments on Reddit that I read through. Uh, about 90% of what I've been saying seems to be being confirmed by Deej. Uh, and we're going to do a question and answer session now to follow. If you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. If I'm not live, clicking the follow button on my Twitch channel helps me out. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, the Q&A sessions are the only ones that have mid-roll ads on them, and I do make sure those land in between questions, so it'll never disrupt the flow of the show. So let me jump right into uh, the questions here. We got one in here from Juggernaut says, or Juggernaut, sorry. Uh, no, it is, it's Juggernaut. With Bungie stating, uh, saying PvP isn't going anywhere, with the state of PvP and how it is, how would you integrate with PvE without it clashing? Well, at a ground level, there needs to be a separation of the sandboxes going forward. Uh, they've got to get to a place where they're comfortable doing that or able to do it. At the mo- At the moment... It just seems like it's a constant shifting of sands and, and as I've called it, the swinging of a pendulum. And I know in the past they've said things like, we like having a seasons of dominance. You're just dressing up a problem with like a fancy coat of paint. You're calling it seasons of dominance when really it's that you can't balance the dadgum crucible. Uh, so they got to separate the sandboxes. And again, my gut instinct is they're going to go with a bigger environment because the stripped down smaller environments of D2 vanilla didn't work. And I and I kind of know how Bungie works and thinks they like to pivot away sharply from what didn't work. They've been in a reactionary stance for, you know, five years now. And so I feel like they're going to react to the poor reception of D2 vanilla. It was smaller, stripped down. It was very boring. And they're going to open it up and let the game breathe and go to big, a bigger a bigger crucible. To big team battles and things like that. It lets the supers and the exotics breathe a little bit um, and might let different play styles, different loadouts get legs in different ways. Ginger 300 do you think Crucible needs to have a Gambit moment? What I mean about that is that Gambit is an experience unique to Destiny. Do you think that is going to be the philosophy for Crucible going forward to make PvP experience unique to Destiny? At the end of my talk, I basically said I feel they have two roads to choose here. Less magic or more magic. Less magic being the more let's let's make a Halo style PvP environment, set loadouts, set weapons, etc. More magic being bring in more power and chaos, kind of blow the lid off of the place. I happen to think they're going to go to the more magic route, and they're going to achieve that through making the the environments and maps and the experiences bigger, because that's unique to Destiny. If you go the route of making it closer to Halo you're going to lose the sauce. You're going to lose what is unique and identifiable about destiny. And I don't think people would like that now though. And here's another really, really good argument for why I think they're going to do that. People looking for a truly competitive experience will never ever be happy in the destiny universe write it down. I don't think they will. And I think Bungie is seeing people that want the true competitive environment are going to games 
like Apex. They're going to games like Fortnite. I know Fortnite, people are going to say, well, it's not really competitive. It's always changing. They're always updating it. It doesn't matter. It's a competitive environment with tournaments and and a high skill ceiling. So I I think if Bungie's looking at the situation the way that I am, they're going to say we tried going the route of hyper competitive it didn't work if it's gonna feel like destiny it can never ever ever really be a truly competitive environment let's just go the route of power super magic open it up make the environments bigger and better you could still have those hero moments and still have those moments where it really really shines but the removal of trials kind of backs me on this it just doesn't capture that competitive audience in great numbers People go to my comments all the time on YouTube and they just don't understand the numbers up to now. They were never super strong for trials. Viewership on Twitch was strong, but the actual the actual engagement from the player base wasn't. I think that's another that's another sort of notch in my argument's belt to say I think they're going to shift to more magic, more razzmatazz, bigger environments. And, and, and kind of leave and jettison this idea that they can have like a truly competitive environment. I think it's more risky to go the competitive stripped down Halo route. I really do. I think that's more risky. I think that's a tired genre. I think it's played out. I think it's also very saturated. I think what's not saturated is a unique PvP experience that has magic and booms and pows and cool guns that you can go farm for. That's something special about Destiny that you can't get anywhere else. And if they start to rob the experience of that, you're not going to have a unique experience anymore. You're going to have something that feels like it's trying to be other games, which I believe would ultimately hurt it. So at the end of it all, I still think Crucible is going to look dramatically different whenever they're finally done with all these changes. Uh, Solo Deo Gloria says, I know you're an advocate of Destiny PvP being true to Destiny's identity. Crazy space magic shenanigans. I literally just went on that rant. Uh, do you think it's actually possible to create an enjoyable PvP experience within the current systems of the game? Super, certain weapons, ETC. I do think they can. I, I do think they can, but the game has to breathe. One of the leading causes of frustration in this game is you never get a chance to breathe. You spawn, and a guy with a super that just killed you comes around the corner and gets you again. A guy with a shotgun slides around the corner and shoves his shotgun in your face. Somebody that's been farming and protecting the power ammo hits you with a grenade launcher or a machine gun from a mile away. And so the the speed with which you're constantly kind of thrown back into the meat grinder, I think is one of the reasons the power seems overwhelming. I, I played the other day and I was like, I can't believe anybody would come back to this. Like, it's a terrible experience. I spawned six or seven times in a row and contributed nothing to the game. I took two steps and got killed by a super, took two steps, got killed by a machine gun, took two steps, got killed by a, another machine gun. Another time I think I spawned and I was already in a lane getting shot by a, by a pulse rifle. It was just like... I. <laughs> What, what is this? What am I playing right now? I'm not I'm not even getting a chance to like flank, make a decision, plan, try to have a counterattack. I'm just dying in in the, in the montage of somebody who's got their super up or power ammo. So in my mind, the power if you think about destiny with respect to like the supers, our abilities and our powerful weapons, they're not the problem. 
The problem is the interval with which they can be used against guardians. It's just too often. It's like, when am I going to get in a freaking gunfight? You see? So I think that's why if they, if they expand and make it big and you make the game breathe, you, you take away some of the punch and potency. They don't have to nerf machine guns. They don't have to nerf supers. If there's larger areas of traversal, you've got to think more intelligently about when and where you use your power weapon, your super, etc. You can't just keep, you know, people call it aping. You can't just keep aping with your shotgun. You've got to be intelligent about where you go, when to push, how to push, have somebody covering covering you from the back, maybe with a scout or a sniper or something. Like, there would be more there would be maybe maybe more intelligence to the gameplay than what it feels like now is just this power spamming like mess you know like the moon base from D1 when i think about the moon base from D1 if you tried to play the moon base from D1 the way people play now it wouldn't work you would you would you would die out in the open Scouts would have scouts and snipers would have way more potency on that map. But if you wanted to play the close range saucy plays, you'd have to be smart. You'd have to use use the doors, use the insides. But when you do that, you know you're taking a risk. You know you're inside. You know you're at risk of somebody doing the same thing to you. Again, that would cause dynamic engagements. It would cause variety. It would let the game breathe. That is why my gut. I, I feel in my gut they're going to make everything really really big. And that'll be their big theme is we want the Crucible to be bigger. We want to give you more space to do all those awesome things. They might even say something like that. Like, we don't want to take away how powerful you feel as a Guardian. We feel giving you more space to do these things will allow us to continue to give you power and not nerf things, but to slow down some of the play a little bit so it's not constantly you dying to power ammos and supers, right? They might not want to use the phrase slow down the game. That might frustrate people. Um, but camping with scouts and snipers is so much uh, better than shotgun rushing. Again, those are tactical decisions. Make it bleed. If a if a, if a if a team is using a tactical strategy to sit in a position with snipers and scouts, as long as you have engagement routes that can be taken, flanking options, verticality, lanes that allow you to bypass that strategy, then you have a rebuttal to what the frick they're doing. Right now, you don't have a rebuttal, really, to someone that just keeps charging around a corner with a shotgun, other than to try to shotgun them first. That's essentially it. Or you can draw back from those choke points and lanes, but some maps just don't allow you to do that. And again, the frequency of supers and power and power ammo makes it really difficult to ever get stabilized you just feel like you're kind of always in that that meat grinder so again that's why i think they're going to open things up republic city do you think maps the size of the ones in d1's combined arms playlist is the way to go so they can keep guns like shotguns and hand cannons powerful but not have them feel essential to let other games shine this is like literally what we just got done saying yes absolutely absolutely um, you know, bigger maps do lead to slower gameplay. However, some might argue big maps are annoying. Watch them add sparrows and vehicles to get around, uh, like the big gulch and halo. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do. I think that's going to be the way they go. I think there's a certain there's a certain charm to big maps that might actually help the game breathe a whole lot more. Um, 
And then, if you want to have the smaller, sweatier environments, they could still do that. They could have a playlist for that. But I really don't think they're gonna. I really don't think they're gonna do that. Um, again, this is just my gut. This is just my gut. I don't have anything to base this off of. Mike Phantom, do you think that Rise of Iron will come back? I I think uh, I think Rise of Iron um, and all those other past DLCs and stuff coming back and being repurposed. Is there's a chance of that? I don't know if they really want to do that though. I think they have a lot of content in Destiny 2 already that can be repurposed, polished up, and made to be awesome. The Infinite Forest, remember the Haunted Forest grind? That's a great system, great mechanic. Boss fight rotates every week, change the gun. Escalation Protocol rotate the boss week, change the gun. Uh, different boss every week in Blind Well, change the gun create random rolls, create an awesome curated roll, create a really, really dope weapon to grind. There's a lot of content in D2 already that can be repurposed. Goodness gracious, there's all the planets, there's all the adventures, all the lost sectors, all the NPCs, all the weapon pools uh, from the from the early uh, versions of Destiny 2 when the guns sucked that could actually be repurposed quite a bit. Um, so... Sirian Bayak says, Are you thinking that the new iteration of PvP would be on maps like the giant ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've already talked about that. Uh, Breath Shadow. Sweaty players getting comp pinnacle weapons that just run around in quick play, ruining the experience for the casual chill with friends PvP. How do you think they could bring uh, more, fun, more fun, less sweat in Crucible? This is where I think that, again, if Bungie's looking at the competitive-minded player... I don't think they can give them what that person wants. I don't think with the with the structure of power, exotics, supers, etc. I don't think they can give that competitive minor pl- competitive minded player what they really really want. And look, the proof is in the pudding. As much as everybody praises trials, let's let's remember how much trials was a complaint fest from virtually every trial streamer, right? I'm not bashing my friends, but virtually every weekend was nothing but complaints about the meta, b- imbalanced maps, uh, use your primary, this is too strong, that's too strong, I hate this map. Like, that was a running theme in Trials for a reason, because really high-level, competitive-minded players, they don't like so much of what Destiny brings to the table. And so... I think Bungie's going to go the route of more magic, bigger engagements, less competitive. I just really do. I really do. The comp playlist doesn't get great engagement. Trials never got really good engagement. They cut trials. I think that's on a trajectory of leaning away from that, that, that mindset to just maintain the fun, identifiable Destiny PvP experience as opposed to if we, if we really want to talk about What's the common theme that all of the failed efforts of PvP innovation has had? What's the common theme? Rift, Salvage, Breakthrough, Lockdown, and then D2 Vanilla. What do they all have in common? They're all sort of geared toward and set up for a competitive, objective-based PvP. And and they've all failed. So, internally, I feel like Bungie would say... I, this, this we we are, we can't figure this out. It it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. We try to create all these objective based, competitive minded environments, and it just hasn't worked. So I feel like they're just gonna keep moving past it. Rift was good for a while, but then it just turned into a spawn trap. It real. I love Rift, and then it turned into a spawn trap. It just it got whittled down 
into its core elements by the competitive players. I mean, goodness gracious, wish you luck went on like a 23-game win streak for his charity block, just spawn trapping in Rift. I mean, it, it became a joke game mode. Opinions get you banned. Would you be okay with them going the hero route? And do you think it would work? I do. I really do. I think... I think the game needs to breathe. I think you would have those hero moments. It'd be hard for a meta to settle in. And... The sauce and the and the identifiable natures of Destiny would still be there. It really, really would. And you wouldn't have this... Every map is just a a spam fest of shotguns, heavy weapons, and supers. The Archon Lord. If they did go the big map route, do you think they would do something like 10v10? Or something insane like 25 versus 25? I would think 8v8. I think 8v8. You do 8v8. That's not that's not insanely different than what they do now. Um and maybe they start with 6v6, I don't know. Um I don't know. I just think they've 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 from what Deed said, the only thing that is being maintained is the essence, player versus player. That's all it's going to be maintained is the essence. I think everything else is going to change dramatically. It, they could even go the route of saying less magic set loadouts like you know uh wee 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 says in what ways do you think more magic but on a larger scale could fail to clarify what your suggestion I am imagining faster recharge on all abilities with more players in much larger arenas yeah I think it might it might fail because mayhem's good in small doses cause it just kinda gets there's a frivolousness to it, right? There's not a lot of skill expression. You're just spamming your super every once in a while. Um, so, I, I would I would think they would want to stay away from it feeling like mayhem. You don't want it to feel like mayhem. You want to feel as if your loadout in your playstyle gets legs and gets power, so you have skill expression as a sniper, as a shotgun rusher. Um as someone that uses a scout but then they also use maybe a sidearm like you kind of try and do both you're trying to wear both hats uh, you, you, if it becomes if it really really becomes too much like mayhem I think people get bored because they feel their contribution is just mechanical honestly super trading is, is you know, oh I got a bunch of kills but there wasn't a whole lot of thought behind it uh, the most rewarding experiences are the ones where you feel like you were the, you were the cause of victory and your choices and your decisions were the cause of victory. But it needs to be lighthearted enough that it doesn't feel like a freaking sweat box. Um, which is one of the main reasons I think that competitive is just... I just don't think competitive is going to be the approach they take anymore. That's why I think they're going to go with more magic instead of less magic. More space instead of less space. A guy named Nate... The Destiny community feels broken. One camp fiercely denying that traditional PvP would never go away. Another saying it's definitely gone. And then another saying something is clearly changing. What can we do as a community to get the same page and not talk past one another? I mean, this has been going on for four to five years, man. It's always a 50-50 split on stuff, typically. In my experience, it's a 50-50 split. People are usually right down the middle. Shotguns are fine. You're dumb. Get good. Shotguns are ridiculous. They're ruining the crucible. It's usually like a right down the middle. 
at, here's the thing I think it's been up to now it's been a feather in Bungie's cap it means you have a ravenous and passionate player base you don't the what you never want to see is indifference and apathy indifference and apathy is the death of your game if people are passionately arguing on both sides of the aisle that passion is coming from a sense of love and loyalty even if they're not playing as much as they used to the passion's coming from a place that means they're still vested in your game even if they don't play as much so the minute the community stops debating and the minute the minute the community gets apathetic or completely disinterested that's cause for alarm so i actually i, I actually i actually see the world upside down when this topic comes up i think the argumentation and the passion and the disagreement is an enormous value point not not something that should be feared as long as we're respectful right as long as we're respectful i think people just saw the shift away from PvP content and then the internal leaks that they were going for PvPVE and it was just like, yeah, dude, they're going to take the Crucible out. Hardcore RPG, blending PvP and PvE, they're just going to take the Crucible out of the game. That's an, That honestly was an easy conclusion to come to. I kept saying that was like, I, I think they could do it if it's a business decision, right? If it's a business decision, if they look at the community and they say, we're not making enough money from these guys, it's too much production time, let's just get rid of it, let's meld the two sides of the game to get more capital out of our design time and our bandwidth, I saw it as being possible, but then I also said, I don't know why you wouldn't just throw it in there just to make people happy that want to play PvP, just from a PR standpoint, I saw it both ways. I honestly could have seen it going either way. I didn't want PvP to go away because there's so many people that stream it and love it and I do think it brings an appeal and Brosif was always in here telling me there's no other game that feels like Destiny it would be a shame if they never got it right and I tend to agree with them but I'm kind of like what? I have no confidence in them getting it right it's been 4-5 to five years so them, them shifting the sands of teams and team leads and people leaving and Deej basically confirming that the Crucible is going to go through significant changes tells me that both people are kind of right. The traditional Crucible isn't going to be around anymore. It's going to be a very different Crucible. But, um, but I think that it's also, I think it's also going to be, it's also going to be like less of a focus on content delivery for the time being, right? PvP is the most profitable to produce because it's repetitive in its nature, but it's not the most profitable to produce make it bleed because they don't charge for the maps. There's enough people in the community that don't buy the maps. They're spending lots of time creating maps, creating content that then they can't sell. That's not profitable. That's the opposite of profitable. That's no return on investment. You're you're dumping production time into a side of the game that they have openly admitted, so has 343, so has Respawn. You can't charge for maps because there's plenty of people in the player base that literally, they don't pay month. They don't pay. They don't charge for PvE maps either. What do you mean PvE maps? There's no such thing as a PvE map. They... When, they di- when they've added content, when they've added new spaces, yes, they have charged for that. There's enough people in PvP that don't, that don't buy the new content that it would break matchmaking if you, if you didn't make the maps free. That's why they make the maps free. There's enough people in the community that don't buy 
they have to basically give the maps away for free, meaning it's probably the least revenue-generating side of the game. Maps are part of the DLC. Why would they charge for the maps? No, no, no. I think you're misunderstanding. They're not part of the DLC. You get the maps. Anytime they add maps, you get them. You don't have to buy them. They're not part of the DLC. You've got it actually backwards. They're part of the seasonal free stuff. They do not charge for maps. When I say they don't charge for maps, what I mean is you don't have to buy Forsaken. You don't have to buy the annual pass. You don't have to spend any money. Any maps they add, you get for free. Uh, CP4 Gators. Why is it that PvP remains in essence is being seen as the equivalent to the Crucible is staying just how it is 6v6 and coming on over to D3 with us? Because people don't understand the language that Deej is using. Right? They don't understand the language that Deej is using. Like, listen carefully to what Deej says. He says, Crucible is going to grow from where it is currently. The essence of the Crucible, being pure PvP, will remain, but there will be changes. He says in three different ways, it's going to evolve, grow from where it is, there will be changes. He says three different times, it's going to change, and then says, the only thing that's going to remain, essentially, is the essence is that it's player versus player. Again, he's pushing back on the notion that the future of the Crucible is going to be a blended PvPVE environment. And he's like, no, 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 no. The essence of it being player versus player is staying. But he says three in three different ways that it will be changing. Think about it like this. Anytime anybody says something to you and they say it in like multiple different ways it's probably a pretty important thing, right? If I tell you that we're going to go on a hike and I'm like, you really want to make sure you have a lot of endurance and leg strength. You really want to focus on being able to go the distance. You really want to make sure you can last a long time. I just said in three different ways that you need to be strong and have endurance to go on this hike. Coming away from that, what would you conclude? I really need to focus on endurance strength. I really need to go on long, long walks and runs to build up my endurance strength. When someone says the same thing three different ways, it's because in their mind, they're really trying to stress and communicate to you, this is going to (laughs) change. This is really going to change. It's not some one-off comment that he made. I would conclude that I'm staying home. (laughs) Same. I would too. I would stay home. Tell me how it goes, buddy. I'm going to be watching the game. Uh, Little Light Radio. Do you see them going to a big matchup like 12v12 similar to COD? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if they want to completely blow the lid off the game. And... And... And turn it into this massive battle. But I could see it going to like an 8v8, maybe 10v10, but not much more than that. I don't think they want to completely change. It still needs to feel like Destiny. You wouldn't want it to feel like a, a miniature war, but maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe they would say, we really want it to feel completely and utterly different. We really want it to be a 12v12. Um, so. 
I'm a bit confused. Players complaining shows the experience is bad, but also is good because it shows the community is passionate. Yes. Yes. Players complaining means they love your game and they want it to be better. If players don't say anything and just disengage from your game, then you have a dead game. Passionately complaining and voicing criticism comes from a place of loyalty and a vested interest in the game. They want the game to get better. They want the game to progress. Uh, Jack McKenna. If most of the big changes are planned for D3, do you think we'll see many changes or additions to Crucible in D2? I don't honestly know. I don't honestly know. I don't think you're going to get any significant changes to Crucible in Season of Opulence. I think you're getting basically nothing. Maybe a pinnacle weapon and an exotic. That's probably it. If they are going to make big, big changes, right? If they are going to make big, big changes, it's either going to happen in September with the next annual pass, and they'll lean into those changes with each delivery, or they'll just save it all for the next game. Right? You know, I I don't know. How could there be loyalty if the experience has been four years of bad? I mean, Ruku, I don't know if you're paying attention, but the player numbers are incredibly strong for a four-year-old franchise. Roughly a million players playing a day is, for, for franchises that are this old, it's almost unheard of. It's almost unheard of. And, and... They're still going to Reddit in the forums to complain, so they stand as a refutation of what you're saying. How could there be loyalty if the experience has been four years of bad? I don't know. You tell me. They're going to the forums and Reddit, and they're continuing to talk about it. They're continuing to log in and play. Check the numbers. Like, (laughs) Bumble17. I know you talk about the decline in arena shooters, but how significant is cost to a PvP player? If a friend recommends Apex or Fortnite, you can jump on that night without the I can't afford it right now problem. This is why I think it, it there's a there's a business side to this. I think there's a business side to this. They have to consider they have to consider risk assessment and how much money they can make from Crucible. You know? Is it possible it hasn't been four years of bad then? Okay, I think you're putting words in my mouth and trying to create a narrative that I didn't create. I'm not saying it's been four years of bad. I'm saying it's been four years of complaint from the community and a swinging pendulum and a crucible that has not progressed. We've run in a big giant circle. I've not said that it's been four years of bad and it's been four years of terrible. I've not once tried to assert that. Those are different statements. Honestly, the complaints and the and the criticisms typically stem from different groups of people. So when shotguns are amazing, there's all these people that don't give a rip. They're loving it. You then you mess with the shotguns and the special ammo, and then they all run to the then they all go to the forums to complain. Well, all the people that hated shotguns probably stopped complaining when that happened, right? I've not once tried to create the narrative that it's been four years of a bad experience and it's just amazing the game has survived. What I've been trying to show is it's been four years, five years of mediocrity. Crucible has never arrived. It's never been a shining beacon of quality that you would expect from Bungie. It just hasn't been. Uh, Dritsis. 
Do you think, as Anand said, that D3 is going to be harder and more appealing to the hardcore community? Is it going to be good overall for the player base, being base casuals and hardcores? Well, here's the thing. RPGs, I think, can be hardcore and tough while still being accessible. I don't think, again, I'm just going to always come back to this. I don't think accessibility and hardcore are at odds. Those things are not mutually exclusive. You can have, right now, they could come into Destiny and they could say, you can set every environment to 700 and it's going to be really freaking tough. When you do this, there's going to be more enemy shields prominent. It's going to be really, really challenging. Okay? Really, really hard. When they do that, do you know what that doesn't do? That doesn't hurt the accessibility of the game. You can still boot up, go into public spaces, have a good time, Lost Sector strikes, daily missions, whatever the frick you want to do, you can still do it. Very accessible. Aspirational grind, aspirational content, tiers of difficulty, I think is the true key. I think it's one of the reasons that Anthem might survive. I think Anthem might survive because if they capture that casual base that loves the game and is spending money, they can figure out the hardcore grind as they go. It's obviously in terrible shape and the engine's awful and they got a long way to go. But I think when you capture a casual group of people that just love to boot up your game and shoot aliens, I think the hardcore players need aspirational grind, aspirational difficulty. So, I really, really don't think that a hardcore RPG grind is mutually exclusive and at odds with accessibility. This is something, if Bungie can capture that, I've been, I've been saying this for so long, so long. Accessibility is a door. Hardcore grind is a stairwell. You know? Get people in the door. Get them in the door. Let them play the content. Let them do the stuff. Let them get the gun. The the good mixture of player agency and RNG with Ada's bounties, as I said, it lets the casual player get the weapon. It lets the hardcore player chase the weapon. <laughs> uh, the Widowmaker. When you talk about sizes of matches being bigger, are you talking about Halo big or Battlefield big? Halo big. Battlefield's too large. I'm not talking like needing cars and jeeps and tanks and jets. Little Light Radio. Can you comment on why changes to the sandbox have to affect PvE and PvP and not just one or the other? Uh, Is it so the weapons feel more consistent? It's because of how the game is built. It's because how how the game is built. They They can't go into... Let's take the Ace of Spades, okay? They can't go into the Ace of Spades and say, okay, turn the dial up on... Uh, damage to enemies, turn the dial down on damage to guardians, okay, turn aim assist up on damage to, on aim assist on enemies, turn aim assist down on guardians, they can't do that that's not how the guns work the gun just has aim assist it just it doles out a certain amount of damage now they can go to the PVE side and say okay, we want enemies to take more damage from the ace of spades but they can't tell the ace of spades to do more damage to the enemies it's backwards it's the gun is the gun what they need to do if they really want to split the sandbox is if you still want people chasing weapons like you have your ace of spades and you love it and you can use it in the crucible and i love it too and i can use it in pve every weapon 
This is something that 30 and so gaming has said many, many times on the podcast. Every weapon needs two set of skills and two set of stats. You got a blue skill tree and a red skill tree. You got a blue stat bars and red stat bars. And then Bungie can tweak accordingly. Hamrick touched on this in the past. That's true. You can't give weapons different values in different modes in this engine. It just doesn't work like that. Yes, they can't do it. They presently can't do that. So that, that again, the whole system needs rebuilt. And that's why I would think they need to go to another engine. Dab Hammer, do you think Destiny will introduce tournament modes in PvP like finals and semifinals? I mean, no, I, I really don't. I think if you want a competitive crucible, I think I think they're moving away from that. I think they're moving towards more magic, bigger engagements, less competitive. I really and truly do. I I just don't think I don't think it's worked. They've tried and tried and tried. They've tried and tried and tried. They tried all those different game modes I listed that were objective-based. They tried a stripped-down competitive build for D2 Vanilla. They tried Trials. Trials has been ripped out. They've tried the competitive playlist and the Pinnacle Weapon grind, and that's all you hear is people complaining about how terrible that playlist is, how bad Pinnacle Weapons are for the Crucible. I mean, I, I just I think they've I think they've gone full circle and they probably concluded, you know what? We're trying to wear a pair of shoes that we that 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 are. We're trying to wear cleats on a basketball court. It just isn't working. It isn't working. We just keep slipping and falling. We've tried eight different pairs of cleats. You can't wear cleats on a basketball court, right? We're wearing the wrong shoes. This isn't working. Let's 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 lean into the identity of destiny. You know. If you think about it, if you think about it. That's kind of what Gambit is an attempt to do, right? Gambit is an attempt to really lean into Destiny's identity, and I think a Crucible that is more about the magic and the sauce and the power and is bigger and larger um, is more in line with the identity of the game. Twisted Symphonics. uh, Is this game worth buying at the moment? I'm already getting tired of Division 2. I want another looter shooter. I want Anthem, but I heard it was bad. Buy Borderlands. Uh... Excel, uh, Excelsior Games. Do you think pinnacle PvP weapons like we have now would be a good idea? The competitive playlist will completely not exist in D3, so it could be like a three Valor reset fable. I mean, we don't know if it'll completely, um, we don't know if it'll be completely, uh, gone in the next game, but I do think pinnacle weapons in PvP is, um, I just, I think it's caused more harm than good, you know? It's caused more harm than good. I've been telling people, like, just deal with it, you know? You want loot to chase, you want power. They gave you loot to chase, they gave you power, and now everybody's complaining about it. I I don't think you can nerf those weapons. But I think going forward, they just can't do it again. It hasn't worked. You gotta give give people something else to grind for uh, in the Crucible. You know? You gotta give people something else to grind for in the Crucible than just like a strong weapon. BillyMix91, is Bungie going to do something about the duplicate exotic drops? It's getting pretty frustrating. Oh yeah, exotic protection is is, is a needed thing. It's a needed thing. There, It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It, it, it isn't working, and it hasn't worked. 
Next question is coming in from Reckless Gambit. Has Bungie ever shared metrics on the player base for PvP to help give us perspective on their goals or stance for PvP in general? I personally don't understand where they're coming from most of the time, unless it's a nerf. They've not... They've... They've... uh, They've not really ever shared it. They've been honest about the fact that it's it's a, it's a lower side of the community when people have visited Bungie and spoken with people in the in the department that kind of tracks player based behavior. They've not tried to like hide it, right? They've not tried to hide it. But I don't I don't think they've just come out and said, "Here's how it works. Here's what we're doing. Here's how many people play. Here's here's what we're trying to you know here's what we're trying to achieve," you know. They've not done that. Mstrom2800. Is there any concern that Bungie strays so far from PvP as we've known it that it becomes unrecognizable? Well, this is something I've talked about in my previous videos. The the path forward is fraught with risk. It's fraught with risk. It's like they could go the route of way more magic and it gets wild, or they go way less, and then they end up with and then they end up with a, a, a game that doesn't feel like Destiny. You know? It's like, you can end up, you can end up with a version of the game that, that the reason you're keeping it is for the core, right? The, the core players. You, you, you're, keeping, you're keeping Crucible in for the core players. And if it's not satisfying to the core players, then it could fall flat, which is what D2 Vanilla was. D2 Vanilla PvP was that. It was an enormous shift, enormous change, and the core players rejected it. Same thing could happen again. It's it's risky. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm just saying it's it's really, really freaking risky. Republic City 2. Do you think Bungie should add strike-specific loot to the normal playlist to incentivize players to play more? I think the strike playlist would be better suited, would be far better suited if they gave Zavala weekly bounties like Ada and you could just keep doing them over and over again. Like, let's say for that week, Zavala had a shotgun and a hand cannon and you could pick which one you wanted to grind for. And every time you grab that bounty, you need to go into the strike playlist and get a couple, you know, do a couple strikes or whatever. And that way, the strike playlist has a purpose unique to itself and Nightfall specific Nightfall specific loot can can maintain the rhythmic urgency and strikes have their own purpose connected to Zavala and I would call them adept weapons. I came up with a similar idea for the Crucible. Crucible needs adept weapon bounties that rotate every week like Ada's frames rotate and then you're in the strike playlist grinding for a god roll on that shotgun. It's a different mentality. Strikes are too meat and potatoes to be a place where you're grinding for like because how how are you going to grind for strike specific loot in a playlist? Oh, well we could pick the strike from the map. Well, yeah, but then the strike is a complete and utter joke. At least a nightfall is kind of endgame difficulty. It's not that difficult, but still, strikes off of the director are a joke. They're a joke. So I think it would be it would make way more sense to have every NPC having a weekly weapon bounty. I have a video that hit like Twitter about this. People really liked and responded very well to the idea. A weekly weapon bounty. Every NPC has a weekly weapon bounty. And you grind for that weapon over and over and over again, grinding strikes. 
bounties are not a cure-all i don't think you're engaging with my idea i'm not saying more bounties it's a weapon pursuit it's a weapon pursuit what ada brings to the game is agency and rng and a happy marriage what you're arguing for is either I grind for strike-specific loot in a playlist where the strikes are random, so that means people people leave the playlist. People leave the playlist because they don't get the strike that they want, or you let people pick the strike from the map to grind for it, completely invalidating Nightfalls. Like, in one fell swoop, you just invalidated Nightfalls, and you let people grind for pinnacle endgame gear in non-endgame content. Skulls and key uh, chi- uh, chests worked great. Yeah, but you're doing the same thing I'm doing. If, if, if I go and I grind the strike playlist for a key, and then I go use that key to open a chest in the strike, that's the same dadgum thing I'm suggesting. You grab a bounty from Zavala, you grind a couple strikes, it spits out a weapon. Not the role you want, do it again. I'm just streamlining the process. You're doing the same thing I'm doing. You're just, you're doing, you're just dressing it up differently. Grind, 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 get a key, go to the strike, open the chest. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. It's a, it's a, it's a predictable interval of activity to spit out a weapon. Strike specific loot should be for armor, not weapons. Yeah, but you got to have a really, really good piece of like a really good reason to go for that weapon. I'm sorry, that armor piece. It gives the player choice. I'd rather have something to chase among different facets of the content that I choose to engage with. If I don't give a rip that Ikora has a scout rifle uh, or a sword, big whoop, do something else. Right, if every NPC has a weekly weapon bounty, then every NPC is rhythmically relevant to you. You just decide what you're going to go for that week. I mean, ultimately, that's what we're doing, right? You're going into content hoping to get a drop. I'm just streamlining it. Number one, it educates the player base. If everybody's got a weekly weapon bounty, they start to realize that, oh, I can do something over and over for a weapon. You start to show people that, like, that's essentially the end game of Destiny. Opening a chest feels better than completing a bounty. Well, okay, I'll do you one better, Matt Grundy. I, app- I think your feedback is good. What if... That's what the bounty did. When you satisfy Ada's bounty, where's the weapon drop? It drops from the forge. What if when you satisfy Zavala's bounty, a a chest appears, and you crack that chest open, and you have a chance for whatever weapon bounty you grabbed? Not a chance for, it literally comes out. There you go. That I, 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 I tend to agree with you. I think that's good feedback. I think that'd be a better way to show people I'm getting the gun in the strike playlist. I like this. Yes, I'm going to do this again. Let me see if I can't get a better roll on this shotgun. That, that also creates the mentality of just staying in the playlist. It'd be cool if the bounty, like what if you bought the bounty from Zavala and it literally just kept, it refreshed itself you know, every time it gets satisfied, the chest spawns. And then you open and there's the gun. Were you happy with EP keys in the final chest, though? No, EP keys I didn't like because you could only open the chest once a week. It, and then you were done. It was too transactional. It needs to be a pursuit. It's a it's a pursuit of a role. Don't you do that now? No, nobody grinds the strike playlist for loot now. People grind the strike playlist for a milestone and then they don't touch it. 
I'm trying to add purpose to the strike playlist. I like, I really, really like the, um, the nightfall system. They just need to rotate better. They're not, they weren't rotating this, the, the nightfalls properly. I think that rhythmic urgency has value. You're like, okay, what's the nightfalls this week? Oh, I haven't got a warden's law yet. I'm going to grind warden of nothing. I better do it this week. Now, some people said, why can't we just do what they did with Ada and I can pick the Nightfall? I'd be okay with that, but then you can't pick it again for like two weeks or something. So you can't just keep picking Warden of Nothing every week. Joke, with faction rallies be making a comeback? I have no idea. All respect due, but I think we're dealing with a little revisionist history. I believe the quote in regards to PVT was, get it the stick out of here lol this is a time cooler head situation but do you feel the destiny would be better game without pvp love you bro prepares for time out no no, no, i'm not gonna time you out listen listen i've been saying for a very long time that it's holding the game back it feels like a tack on it it feels like it's it's one it's the cause of most of the woes for pve so i've consistently said it'd be we'd be better off without it but i've also said you can't go back in time and rewrite history and get rid of the entire player base that plays the game i've been pretty measured and nuanced in this i've never once said get it the frick out of the game just take it out i've never said that i've always said i feel like it's attack on it felt forced felt out of place the taken king supers were proof that it didn't really feel like it belonged because the taken king supers were clearly built for pve and they broke pvp but you can't take away the fact that like three to 400,000 people boot up and want to shoot people in the face every day. You got to give those people something to do. I merely said it was possible they would jettison Crucible if those 300 to 400,000 people aren't generating enough revenue for a business decision to warrant the, the, the investment in it any longer. That was the line of thinking I was taking. I was observing a pivot from Destiny, the abandonment of giving anything to Crucible, a removal of trials. I was saying maybe they're just internally deciding this isn't worth the trouble anymore. It was just an observation. I wasn't campaigning. I wasn't saying get it the frick out of here. Just saying, there's a world where this doesn't generate enough revenue. There's a possibility. Bungie has clearly said no, but it's going to change a lot. It's not going to be the same. 90% of my, my commentary and predictions on it are still well in place. Watch my PvP evolving video. I, be, I, I run down the whole thing about how it's got to change. It's been four to five years of running in a giant circle. It just can't stay. It cannot stay as it is. Ashton Annihilator. With the coming darkness and the fact that our character seems to be tempting majorly by its power, do you feel Bungie is doing something along the lines of Guardian Civil War uh, when it comes to PvP in the future? Perhaps maybe Territory Wars type of scenario, akin to Planet Side. I mean, we've already got leaks saying that that's the style of PvPVE we're going to get, so maybe that'll be an element, but I don't think that'll be the PvP experience. Being that they never advertised it, it always felt like it was just something extra to do. Right, and the time they did advertise it, WTF Game Nation, they advertised it before Forsaken, and they showed a... I'm sorry, they advertised it before Vanilla D2 launched, and I got angry because they advertised a different version of Crucible. I watched the trailer for Crucible before Destiny 2 launched, and I was like, that is not what Destiny 2 Crucible feels like. If people watch that trailer and they buy Destiny hoping to have that experience, they're going to be friggin' ticked off. <gasps> and they were. And I got told I blew it out of proportion and was making a mountain out of a molehill. 
and then PvP, boring PvP meta became one of the single most complained about things in D2 vanilla. It's like, yeah, sure, I blew it out of proportion. Uh-huh, yep, sure did. They marketed a product that didn't existed, <laughs> that didn't exist, filled the funnel full of people hoping to have that experience, and then we're all scratching our heads wondering why everybody's ticked off. Dragon Tat. I agree that the nerfs from PvP is frustrating, but there's something sexy with the simplicity and balance between both PvE and PvP. It's why certain exotics feel so good, but are still confined to their sandboxes. If this link is broken, are you afraid that PvE would become spamming perk light show instead of beautiful gunplay? It isn't beautiful gunplay now! It isn't beautiful gunplay now! Unless you're steamrolling and you're and you're running around with your Lunas... What are you talking about? There's nothing simplistic and balanced about both PvE and PvP right now. It isn't at all. Shards got nerfed because of PvP. Nova Warp got nerfed because of PvP. Ursa Furiosa. Like, all these things were nerfed because of PvP. What, what do you mean? It's not simplistic at all. I've had plenty of my toys broken over the years because of PvP. Where are you? What game are you playing? What... What beautiful gunplay. There's hardly any gunfights in the Crucible at all. I get killed more by power weapons, shotguns, and supers than anything. I get in a gunfight, and it takes me by surprise. I'm like, I got in a gunfight. Wow. Now, I do think the gunplay is phenomenal. I do. I don't want... That's why I was... When when Brosif said it the other day, he was like, no, no shooter feels like Destiny. It would be such a shame to get rid of Crucible to never try to get it right. I agree with him. That's why I think opening the game up and letting it breathe is the future for the Crucible because it actually... It, it lowers the potency of supers, heavies, and shotguns. It lowers the potency without nerfing. Lowering potency isn't necessarily a nerf. You're just creating an environment where they're not the dominant thing that's happening constantly. Uh, Eknor. What do you think of an idea of having a pinnacle PvP weapon that is obtainable to everyone, have a catalyst to enhance the perk for hardcore players, this way everyone can have the weapon, but only hardcore players have the best version, your thoughts? This is similar to like, you can get the trials weapons from the bounties, but the adept versions are in the lighthouse. I mean, this is kind of a similar idea. I'm not opposed to this. I'm not opposed to this. The reason you've got to be really, really careful with pinnacle weapons is uh, you don't want you don't want to flatten the game into everyone runs around with the same weapon, right? And I think that that's one of the hardest things of any PvP game. It's not easy. I'm not going to posture that it's easy to create a dynamic weapon system. It's it's super 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 freaking difficult because th- the number one search term for Call of Duty like the month after it comes out is Call of Duty best weapon. It's like the it's like the most common search, right? It's the most common search. So, uh, so that but that and then that meta descends on Call of Duty, and you know, eighty percent of the people that you get engagements with is running around with the same weapon. So I'm I don't know if there's a simple solution, but I definitely think when you draw everyone's attention to a pinnacle weapon, and then you make it something that everyone can get, and then you can get like the the catalyst version if you're hardcore. I mean, I, <laughs> I just, 
you're you're creating the meta before there's a meta if you're not careful and then that gets kind of boring and predictable I like where your head's at logistically because it was like you can get the trials weapons from the bounties but you can get the adept version from going flawless and that was a good feather in your cap as a hardcore player logistically I love where your head's at you just gotta make sure you just gotta make sure that if you're gonna do this there's gotta be a lot of different weapons that fall into this category so there's a lot like there's a sniper there's an auto rifle there's a hand cannon there's a shotgun there's a rocket launcher there's a fusion rifle like every gun needs to get this treatment so there's a lot of sauce in the crucible I don't really like hand cannons. I like my auto rifle, and it's really, really strong, and in the mid-range, I'm shutting folks down. And the guys with the hand cannon are like, you can keep your auto rifle, that's fine. I'll hang back a little bit, and I'll pop your head right off. I'll hang back even further with my scout rifle. I'll hang back even further with my sniper rifle. You create all these... In- this is something I didn't even bring up. Engagement range dynamics is one of the things that creates a boring crucible. Everyone runs around with a hand cannon and a shotgun. Why? Engagement ranges are essentially written in stone. Shoot from here to here, here to here, here to here, here to here. Push if you don't want to shoot and use your shotgun. A, A bigger map creates engagement ranges that creates dynamics and pain that must be adapted to. Sniper, sniper lane, don't go there. Gotta go around. Going around takes you inside. Inside, need close-range weapons. This 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 lane's more mid-range. Probably going to run into a scout, right? All these, these engagement range differences allows guns to flourish in their, in, their, in their context and allows players that like that style to, to flourish as well or try to flourish. Right now, it kind of feels like in Crucible, if you don't run around with like a shotgun or a Jotun or a hand cannon or a machine gun, that that that's essentially what you that's essentially what you have to choose to work to work with. Why the engagement ranges are basically all built for that style. And as Milo is saying, isn't that kind of where the Lunas and the Not Forgotten is? Lunas is the majority, Not Forgotten is for the hardcore. Well, I don't think as many people have the Not Forgotten, but yeah, that's kind of already built. Dak Attack. Do you think making Crucible larger and giving it room to breathe will work being that the community wanted quicker TTK? I think it's a great idea, but seems to counter what people ask for. Well, no, you would still have fast TTK, but you would have fast TTK from intelligence, right? Faster TTK due to intelligence, a good snipe, a good scout, a good hand cannon, a good auto rifle, and then those need to be used intelligently. If you're an idiot and you're shooting down long-ranged lanes with an auto rifle, you're gonna die fast. Scout rifle's gonna be like, bip, 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 gotcha, bip, 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 gotcha. These guys are dumb. They keep running down this lane with an auto rifle. But if you flank that guy, destabilize him and get close to him with your auto rifle, now the auto rifle rips him a freaking new one. Don't you see what this does? It actually gives credence to fast TTK on certain weapons. I'm rewarded for intelligently closing the gap and getting close to this guy and my auto rifle just rips. But if I'm dumb or I take the wrong moves or the wrong lane lane choices, if this guy gets a good angle on me with his scout, I can't get close to him. The further pain point is PC and console sandboxes are very different due to aim assist and recoil patterns. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole nother discussion. But at a ground level, 
a variety of engagement ranges creates that, I think, creates that argument that, no, the guns do need to kill fast. Because if if I'm going to maintain this lane or make this push, I need my gun to be lethal. Right now, if you make auto rifles lethal, the maps are so small, it's going to become Call of Duty. Everybody's just spraying auto rifles. So they can't make auto rifles super strong because there's every, everything's everybody's around the corner. You've been hitting on something I've been saying to my buddies. They made the maps too light and small in D2 compared to D1 maps. Yeah, I just think the more we really look at some of the ground level problems and things we've been saying since vanilla D2, it's map size. Um, doodly, I missed your four month sub and ten months from We the People. Welcome back. This is why everybody goes to hand cannons and shotguns. They're just so good for for 90% of the engagement ranges that you're encountering in these maps. They made maps for 4v4. Right! Yes! Precisely! That's precisely why I think the pendulum's gonna swing in the other direction and they're gonna go bigger engagements, bigger maps, bigger teams. Bungie does this. They they do they they swing that pendulum, and I think I could I could hear the meeting now. Listen, we tried it your way. We tried four v four, stripped down, gun based, neutered combat. It didn't work. Let's increase the sauce, increase the magic, increase the lethality, and open the game up. If you want to be good with an auto rifle, it's going to kill fast, but you got to make the right choices and get close to players. Snipers, scouts, hand cannons, pulse rifles, all of them. Make them all great. Make them all good. Start raising the lethality of weapons. And the justification is the maps are so big and so diverse and there's so many different engagement ranges that you can't just do a one-size-fits-all strategy. You can't just run around with a shotgun and a machine and, and an auto rifle. That ain't going to work. It'll work if you're smart. But you're going to get your freaking head caved in if you try that on maps that are bigger. Why? People will sit in lanes and stuff and prevent you from doing that. You're going to be getting sniped. You're going to be getting hit with a scout or a pulse. That's my gut. My gut tells me that's where they're going. Hey, Shiz. I believe player feedback is good, but trying to satisfy everyone can cause more problems than it solves. Do you think it's possible that the community is flooding Bungie uh, with a little too much? Uh, no, I think as much player feedback they can get as possible is always helpful. It's always helpful. If you told, if you told a, if you told a gaming company, um, we just got feedback from 5,000, uh, players in a, in a single day on your forums. Uh, would you like all of the feedback or some of it? Well, we don't want all of it. We, that's too much. Just give us a thousand. No, taking in and collating and looking for trends within player feedback, the more feedback you have, the better. Always. Geezer D. Pardon me if this is an exhausted question. Do you think it's possible for Bungie to provide two separate playlists to cater for both sides of PvP fence, one playlist for a more Halo-ish experience and one for more Space Magic experience? I suppose the population needed to pull this off would have to wait for D3 launch. I think there's room for both. As long as there's a big enough population for both. Uh, I think this is even more riskier than what we're talking about. Because the risk would be each playlist would be a half measure pvp games are successful when they own their identity you're talking about trying to have two identities 
I don't think that would work. The only way PvP really gets its footing is if they really own an identity and make it the best it possibly can be in that identity. If you try and wear two hats, like a Halo playlist and a Magic playlist, I just don't, I don't, I don't think it would work. I, I think it would be, it would be, you never, there's a quote from Ron Swanson, right? You never half-ass two things, you whole-ass one thing, right? Pardon my French. But I think that's 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 exactly what I would say to this is that that would those would be two half measures instead of a full court press. This is the future of the Crucible. This is what it's going to feel like. It's going to have this. This is going to be the identity and feel. Again, you have two roads to take: less magic or more magic. And I think they've already taken the less magic road, and that's why they're gonna. I think they're going the other direction. Vorks Dargo says, after they added the ability to get the starter gear, do you think we'll be able to recolor the starter gear like the higher grade ones? I don't know what the frick you're talking about. Hey, Lona, would you improve the next annual pass? Oh, how would I improve the next annual pass? Um, more, more loot, better perks, more perk diversity, player agency mixed with RNG like Ada Bounties. Do it. Ship it. Cover two. Do you think they should allow us to play, uh, test a stripped down version of what they have planned for D3 and a D2 via Crucible Labs so they can get feedback sooner? If they wait until D3 and people hate it, then what? Well, if they don't do this, if they don't do this, I like your idea, but if they don't do it, if they don't, then that means, that may mean they're building the game in a new engine. Right? Because if they aren't going to a new engine, I don't see why they wouldn't do this. Why would you not say, hey, we're going to relaunch the Crucible Labs, and for the next six months, we're going to be showing you guys glimpses into some of the things that we're trying out, and we want to get player feedback. If they don't do that, I'm not going to say that's confirmation that they're building the game a new engine, but I don't know why you wouldn't take advantage of the engaged player base. Um, so rhubarb whale, do you not think most of your, uh, your issues with crucible could be solved with bigger maps and better spawn mechanics? I I feel like you're parroting back to me, uh, what we've been saying. Like this is literally what my, what we've been saying for the last hour. Moongrav, could trials be reintroduced as a mini battle royale style game mode? Four teams of three fight it out on a larger map obviously peer-to-peer may cause an issue with this idea and maybe current map sizes i've i've made a pretty strong argument today that i think bungie's going to pivot away from trying to have a competitive environment i think that they just they tried it and it hasn't worked and i don't i think the identity of the game grates against it so i think more magic bigger engagements skill expression and fun i think they'll have pinnacle pursuits and pinnacle weapons to chase but they're not going to go this competitive route any longer i don't think so if they do they're going to have to go the less magic halo style route that's i think that's the only way they could truly try to do something competitive um nick von cannon Bigger maps make sense. Is that also a factor in spawn locations? Always getting farmed off spawn is frustrating. Bigger maps with crappy spawns will have the same frustration. Well, you're kind of saying... You're kind of saying if we build a car, we gotta put tires on it. Like, yes, if they do this, they need a good spawning system. 
I, I kind of want to say duh <laughs> to what you're saying. I'm not trying to be mean, but like, yes, of course, a, a spawning system needs to be very, very good. And here's the thing. Bigger maps allow for that, I think. I really do. Electron. What do you think about it to a use use it or lose it invasion system for Gambit so teams can't stack and save invasions? Stacking and saving invasions in Gambit Prime is as stupid as the full set invader perks. They're both equally stupid. I <laughs> that just Gambit the Gambit tournament. I, I just <laughs> I'm telling you what, it's gonna be interesting to say the least. Um. A comp route can never be found in peer-to-peer. Oh, no. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Jinja 300. Um, if this idea of bigger battles in Crucible is the way forward, do you think that they should have some new vehicles? I'd love to use a Drake tank in PvP. Yeah. I mean, because you could... Here's the thing. Do you know what bigger maps could bring back to the game? All right, see a Smack. Do you know what bigger maps could bring to the game with vehicles? Capture the flag. Capture the flag is fun with vehicles. Can you imagine running in to get the flag, running out, and your buddy is waiting on like a two-man beefier like sparrow? He's like, come on, come on, let's go! And you hop on the back, and he rips off across a big giant area. Ah, oh, come on! Come on! And then somebody's like, there they are, there they are and they shoot a, a seeking rocket at you <laughs> boom you're, it blows up and the flag goes flying and you and your friend are like no and then your friends are like it's out there go get it and then they're sniping at the flag come on man come on ship it two man sparrows CTF let's go like bigger maps open the game up recapture that recapture it That'd be fun. Uh, show mine skills. Just tuned in. Would Destiny benefit by having open space where a guardian could turn dark? Something like Division DZ? I don't know. I don't think so. I, 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 we've talked about that quite a bit. Uh, Vorx Dargo. People complain about swords in PvP uh, and all, but some like them. Do you think any mode will come of only swords? If so, would we see any new melee weapons get added like daggers and stuff? I mean, you're you're going off in just a like, left field. Like, I have just n- no sense that they would do something like this. I happen to think swords should be energy weapons. Um... I think swords should be energy weapons, have their damage scaled down, turn them into mid-range, gut-busting major busters for PvE, and then in PvP, you'd have to keep them in check by having them spawn without ammo. Um, So, I don't think swords are really a problem in Crucible anymore, though. Paddywhack. How would you feel if Bungie did a mode similar to what Division did with the last DLC where it was 8v8 with objectives tied in? I mean, this would be like a PvEVP environment, you know, there's objectives, so that would be another topic, and I don't know if there's room for that right now. Juggernaut. If they do go big map playing, then should they change the way ammo is given and super is built back to the way that D1, or, or how do you suggest they do it? I've not really thought about it, I just, just I want to see the game get its get the magic and the identity intact and let let pvp breathe uh mxyk do you believe bungie 
could mitigate the risk of how they evolve Crucible by splitting it in two. More magic in a quick play. We already talked about this. Uh, the Guardian 777. Do you think the main problem with the Crucible isn't actually the Crucible? I think the main issue is the players more than the gameplay. Even in PvP, the guns and abilities feel like Destiny, but everyone complains that it feels bad and isn't fun. What exactly are they looking for then? Well, the... Uh, I think the problem is there's 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 two major themes in Crucible that cause the complaint, okay? There's a feeling of futility because there's a certain way of playing in certain weapons that almost feel necessary. Han- a good hand can, especially a 180, shotgun, machine gun, and then like supers, right? There's an element of futility there. It's like I kind of have to get in line. I kind of have to do what everybody else is doing. And then it's sort of like, it's like a meat grinder. You just, everybody's kind of doing the same thing. I don't know. The last couple times I played Crucible, I'm just like 70 to 80% of the times I die, it feels unpreventable. No, seriously. It feels unpreventable. A A guy rushes around the corner and hits me with a shotgun. And if I, unless I was sweating my balls off like super hyper paying attention drawn back from every choke point that just kind of happens supers are everywhere heavy weapons feel like they're everywhere it just feels like I'm constantly dying to things that are completely unpreventable (laughs) there are no GG's right you're just like I ran around the corner and there was two guys waiting for me team shot I ran around the corner and a guy had a machine gun I went to go over here and somebody had popped their super you know it very rarely feels like, oh man, we really, I don't know, we really came back. In a bigger in a bigger map, if the game can breathe, when you know that that lane is like shut down, these guys are using a scout and a sniper, don't go that way, let's go this way, right? Uh, we can try and destabilize them, try to make a play here with, you know, what, whatever you're trying to do, grenades, close the gap, use your, use your, use your auto rifle, use your hand cannon or whatever. Um... Yeah, I mean, people in chat are saying 75% of my deaths are to supers and heavy. Right. Killed by spectral, respawn, killed by spectral again. It's just like, people say I don't know anything about Crucible, but it's like, I, it just, I think that's one of the reasons people complain so much. Because it's just like, you're not a part of the equation. You feel like you're just sort of a robot in there. You're doing the same thing they're doing. And every time you die, you're just kind of like, I didn't get outplayed. The guy had his super. I didn't get outplayed. He had his hammerhead out. I didn't get outplayed. The guy literally rushed me two seconds after I spawned and shotgunned me or killed me with a Jotun. I, I had no audible. I had no play. I'm just dead as much as I am alive. And it's, there's no, I don't contribute to what's going on. I'm just doing the same thing they're doing. I'm dialing in this low, low floor, low, like easy peasy, easy kills. Like supers and shotguns and everything else and listen we asked for it we asked for sauce and power but the maps turned it into a meat grinder it just it's a, it's, a, it's a total meat grinder the super shutdown in D2 is almost non-existent which is why Warcliff or Tractor are almost always used it's a guaranteed shutdown this is why getting Thorn and Last Word were so frustrating 
Yeah, and then people are going to be like, well, look at these players. They're going to go to the one percenters. They're going to go to guys like Giggs and and Crafty and Triple. And be like, they play fine. They win most of their games. Yeah, they stack, and they're like the one percent in the community that can rise above, and like they win in spite of all the crap. They get good kill, get 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 good kills in spite of all the nonsense. Like if you have to run to them as your example that you can win more gunfights and get in lots of gunfights, you're making my argument for me. You're having to go to people that are outside the bell curve to even claim that that kind of thing happens. Immaculate. Even with the evolution of Crucible, do you believe the lack of support, patches, communication, lack of foresight, uh, will lead to player dissatisfaction? I don't know, dude. That's just total speculation on what the player base is going to do. The player base has proven over time that when vacancies get filled and problems get fixed, they all come pouring back to the game. If they do this massive overhaul of the Crucible in the next annual pass or in the next game, people will come clamoring back because they they uh, they want to know what's going on. You know, gigs it and stack and quick play. I wasn't saying every time for Frick's sake, but come on, a lot of these guys stack up with their buddies and run over teams. Like, I didn't say every single time. I'm not taking away from how good they are. I'm saying that they're so skilled, they they win in spite of all the nonsense. And they also complain about the things I'm talking about. TV has talked about the prevalence of supers and super mods. The the presence and the, and the consistent rhythm of power ammo was something that Triple Rec and TV talked about. They talk about the very things I'm talking about right now. So if you want to say, I don't know anything about Crucible, fine. You can take a shot at me some of the best players in the game have said everything I'm saying. Uh, Caramel. What engine do you think they should make Destiny 3 on? Unreal. Doodly. It seems the suggestions being made mandate the need for a new engine. Assuming a new engine is, in, is not in the works for D3, could you see PvP could evolve within the current confines of this engine? Well, yeah. Yeah. But it would be harder. It would be harder. Um... Giggs doesn't always win. Right, but again, you, you know what I'm saying? He he has really good... He has a good game. He has lots of kills. He's at the top of the leaderboard is what I'm saying. Like, hear what I'm saying. You're, you're going like, well, he doesn't win every single game. Okay, like, try not to be, like, willfully dense about it. I'm not saying they win every single time. I'm saying the normative experience for players that are that good is that they win in spite of all the nonsense. They have really high kill games. Like they're outside of the bell curve. Yeah, you're stating the obvious. Not nobody wins every game. Like JD Gamer. Hey Lono, you said you thought year three DLC would be taken queen for September with these recent leaks. Do you think we could see this? And do you think this means we won't see huge change in D2 Crucible and Trials and a raid as good as last wish was in New Planets? Well recently recently i've been i've been adjusting my prediction and saying that i didn't think we were going to get a comet dlc they were going to take whatever was planned for september and break it up and use it as the next annual pass once they broke from activision i was like yeah i don't think we're going to get a big dlc and an annual pass i think they're going to take the big dlc and break it up and use it as the annual pass and the leaks seem to indicate that's exactly what they're doing the first piece of the next annual pass is going to be the biggest piece it's a hybrid of what we thought we were going to get. Dan Papa. Could a mode similar to Gambit with three rounds be a good idea where you fight two rounds and are even? The third round goes into a mode where it focuses on gunplay and not power. Well, this is interesting. 
I'm like really thinking about this. So you would do two rounds, and if they tied, the last round would be strictly gunplay. I don't know. I'm I that initially I'm recoiling. I don't know why. My instinct is to go ugh to that. Ugh. I don't know why. I'm recoiling. It's like when food smells bad. You just kind of know you're not gonna like the taste of it. <laughs> like, I'm just kind of recoiling there. I don't know if that would work very well. Um it's a good idea. I like the idea. I kind of do. This is creative. But I'm I'm recoiling for some reason. I can't I can't put my finger on why. Um No Space Magazine was not Destiny. Right, but Shax could say, "All right, let's really test your metal." And like they they strip away your powers and it's just guns. Um But I'm kind of with Soul Snatcher. What's the purpose of doing that? Like what's the reason? I just, it would just turn into a campy mess. I feel like it would turn into a campy mess. You would basically just be constantly, um, you'd be constantly doing, like, just wait and camp these lanes and use your guns, you know? Uh, Shadow of Phoenix says, Hey man, do you think separate login situation would work? Like logging into PvE, PvP, making webs? I mean, that's that, that that's building two games there. I don't think that would be a good idea. That's a lot of work. Donut, do you think if they uh, keep the competitive playlist, they should restructure the glory gains? I don't know enough about it to commentate. I just know it's too punishing and it hurts the playlist. I've consistently said recapture the trials bounties that filled trials with casuals do the same thing with the competitive playlist stop punishing people so harshly for losing good players would still win more and rise faster but you'd have more people in the playlist um, evil the waffler do you think that they could just run a survey in the game or on Twitter to find out what people want and show the results it's not that simple uh, do you think nightfall or strike should be harder I think they're fine but I think we need loot incentive Fatality. Do you think the reason PvP hasn't been touched in seven months is because it's not generating enough revenue so it does not make sense to put resources that way instead of just focusing on D3 PvP because those players will bring in revenue on the initial sales? This is a really, really good analysis of the revenue business structure side of things. Yeah, this is a great analysis. I think that's why they took the thorn in the last word and made them um, part of the annual pass so you had to spend money. You know? Uh, Zora, just wondering, since you don't play Crucible, do you have Luna's Not Forgotten? No, I do not. I don't have any interest in them. I don't have a Redrix either. Um, all right, I'm going to blitz these last couple questions. I thought I'd have you to introduce two different types of playlists for PvP season uh, focus. One playlist would allow you to use guns for the current season, uh, and one or two previous. The other would be the wild anything goes. Again, I feel like you guys are just creating too many identities. I think they need a singular identity, you know? Uh, DJC. Off topic, I was thinking that in Gambit Prime, the invader could get an effect similar to the Eve of Riven, which would give the invader a specific gun, abilities, and super your thoughts. This is my idea repackaged. I don't know if you know this or not. We had the idea about a relic system. There's three relics, a melee relic, a sniper relic, and an explosive relic, and that gives you different abilities when you go over. The relics themselves would then be tweaked. You wouldn't need to nerf guns. Um, Kid Midnight. What do you think uh, about implementing uh, an optimal range for weapons similar to Div 2? This would only let each class of weapon deal full damage at their intended range. They already do this. Right? They already they uh they already do this. So like but the problem is is there's no room for scouts. There's only a couple maps where snipers really get their legs. You know, there's auto rifles suck. <laughs> 
Jonesy Bones, I'm sure you get this question all the time, but there's a specific reason why only console has to deal with weapon bloom. I don't know why they're doing it differently. I really don't. It's really odd. Uh, Orc Slayer, what if they embrace the style of gameplay that Mayhem brought and just fully embrace the space magic? Maybe not the insane straight uh, rate of Mayhem. I'm thinking close to that with opening up the maps and bringing more magic. 100%. Um... Cool Whipper says, sorry this isn't about PvP, but how do you feel about having armor perks similar to the Gambit Prime gear for raids? I would love it. We've had perks before in the past. Wrath of the Machine is still the single greatest raid structure that they've ever built. Internal currency, relevant perks, uh, and a reason to run it more than three times, the optional chest, the freaking perfect raid. Top to bottom, Wrath has is, is got so much about it that makes it perfect. Rice Burner. Do you think that the map designs and sizes of the massive issue in the Crucible... This is what we've been talking about this entire time, yes. My main gut is that they're going to go bigger, bigger maps, let the game breathe, it lets the power and the magic stay in the game, and it neuters or lowers potency um, without nerfing stuff. So... um, that's going to be the last question. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you're if you're here live in the audience, I'm not shutting down just yet. If you've enjoyed this talk and this interactive radio-style podcast kind of stream, uh, click the follow button. That's a free and easy way to support my stream. As with all of my content, if you're listening in the other locations, Google, Spotify, YouTube, all those places, I appreciate that very, very much. Please like, share, and subscribe.